This week on Inside Motorsport, we catch up with all the action from the NASCAR series as we follow Marcus Ambrose at Watkins Glen. We also look at the first ever national race meeting held at Morgan Park with Richard Crail. But first, to Roland Dane, who has struck out hard against claims by the Ford Motor Company president, Martin Barella, that Triple Eight had breached their contract when they changed over to the team Vodafone liveries. Dane told V8 Insider's webcast that he had never breached a contract and it was ludicrous to say that Ford were not going to sponsor his team because of the paint scheme. Uh, I was surprised at uh, some of the content of that because uh, it, um, uh, it uh, made a case that we had uh, broken our contract with them, which we, which we haven't. Now to Watkins Glen, where Marcus Ambrose in the NASCAR Nationwide Series has took his second win in his brief racing career in the United States. Ambrose talked about going for broke. Just a perfect day, you know, when you're racing against Kyle and Carl and, and all those guys, um, you know, when you pass them to win, uh, you're really doing something special and uh, just been a great day for us. Uh, last year we won on fuel mileage, this one we earned and uh, just an awesome feeling. And it's just great to be back in victory lane. On Sunday at Watkins Glen, Ambrose was starting out of fourth position and drove home behind the most successful driver at the track, Tony Stewart, to take his best career finish since joining the Sprint Cup this year. Finishing in second, Marcus Ambrose said that they had to pull out all the stops with the strategies they were on. And we got stuck, uh, you know, we got stuck in, in the back of the pack and had to make a gamble and... We came in and splashed off fuel and didn't put tyres on it. And uh, I think that was the difference between first and second here this afternoon was just the, the extra laps I did on my tyres, probably about eight or ten laps more than Tony. And, uh, you know, I could close in on him but, uh, and I could see him starting to make a, a few little mistakes, locking tyres, bits and pieces, but not enough for me to catch him. And, uh, you know, just really proud of my team. You know, we, we didn't quite, quite close the deal, but it's just been a great weekend for us and very, really excited for our future. Uh, yeah, we, we missed it just a little bit. You know, uh, I thought our car in practice on Saturday was, was better than what we had today. It was, it was on the edge the whole time. Uh, you know, if I had the perfect line and did everything just right, I'd get away with it. But uh, the track was slick and uh, we, we were slightly aggressive on our setup for it. We, need, we didn't really get a chance to tune on it either. I think we only changed a quarter pound of tyre pressure or something all day because, uh, you know, we were pitting under green and didn't, didn't have time to really uh, do anything to it. But... Uh, all in all, it's just a great track for us. Um, I'd love to see um, better brakes because, you know, it's very hard to pass when your brakes are so hot. Um, or when you go in 200 feet deeper than everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but uh, that, that's all. You know, um, I think it's a great track for us. And uh, the track was slick and hot, but it makes it a challenge. And that's why you see, uh, you know, the good guys tend to get to the front. Well, the, the, the group gradually drops. You know, it's a fairly linear graph I guess if you looked at each lap we just back up just a little bit tires wear they get hotter and uh and so you know forward drive becomes an issue brake performance becomes an issue uh flat spots you know you got to look after your tires because you, you know you're bound to nip them every now and then um you know and that's the difference you know that there's just more grip uh, available to you if uh, if the tires are new you know we all love the feel good tires that we put on after each pit stop you know but uh, our race the way it rolled uh, we just couldn't afford to spend the time to put tyres on on that last splash. And uh, 
it worked in our favour. We jumped a lot of spots and we were able to uh, to work forward once we got ourselves in the top five to pick up a, pick off a couple more. And I think the strategy for us after halfway was the right one. And I think, um, you know, we did the best we could. Ambrose's next race in the NASCAR Sprint Cup will be at Michigan this weekend. Last weekend, we saw the return of motor racing to the Warwick area in a national capacity when Morgan Park held its first ever Shannon's Nationals event. Richard Crail joins me on the line, and it's great to see another permanent race circuit make it to national level, Richard. Yeah, good day, Craig. It was uh, at a great little circuit. It is up there in uh, sort of central Queensland. The, the track itself is in uh, just outside of Warwick, which is about 180 k's inland from Brisbane. Um, good little track, really racy little circuit. 2.2 k's, but in that there's 12 turns, and uh, a couple of the drivers actually put a bit of a NASCAR analogy on it, saying it's like going from Eastern Creek, where we were last, uh, at a super speedway to a short half-mile bullring at uh, at Morgan Park. But the racing was fantastic, and it turns out it's a really good little track. Uh, lots of undulations, lots of rise and fall, um, and some really good challenging corners, and generally produce good racing too. So oh, I think it could be a really good track for the future for the, the Sanders Nationals. It's interesting because a track like that would really suit saloon and production cars, but uh, we saw such a mix of cars on the track this weekend. Yeah, look, there was, and, and it's a good track. Uh, so what is it good in the circuit itself? It's very smooth. Uh, Formula 3 wasn't there uh, sitting the weekend out. Their next round will be uh, in Queensland, but, but not at Morgan Park. will be at that QR with the V8 supercars in a few weeks. But we had a good mix of categories. The Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge, obviously, uh, a very strong series, good field of cars and some good racing, and the Manufacturers' Championship as well, and a great battle evolving there between a uh, Subaru and a Mitsubishi, and that sounds familiar, doesn't it? It's like the old days in the ARC. Um, and that was really good, and a, a good field of saloon cars, a good field of Queensland sports events, and the supercarts are up there as well as the Queensland Gemini Series. So plenty of racing, a, a good crowd, and uh, i tell you what, Craig, I wish we had racing in Queensland more often because the weather was sensational, absolutely brilliant. Well, as you said, there was the GT3 that was headlining the bill, and... Uh, well, they also don't mind the tight, twisting circuits because uh, they certainly are a handling car. Yeah, they are, no doubt about it. And uh, I think the other part of the reason why they don't mind it is because Morgan Park is the home racetrack for half the field that was there. So, you know, Queensland has a very, very strong Porsche contingent. And what we saw in race one was uh, Queensland drivers one, two, three, and then they were first, second and fourth in the remaining two races on Sunday. So, you know, local knowledge really came to the fore there because, you know, most drivers have got an opportunity to run at uh, southern tracks like Eastern Creek or Phillip Island, be it in a Porsche or not. So at least they know which way it goes. But, you know, we had all the southerners coming to uh, to Morgan Park, you know, not even knowing which way the track went. So, you know, they had this big learning curve. It's a very technical little circuit too. So, you know, there's lots of time to be found by doing small things that the locals know and, and the uh, the interlocals, I guess, don't. But, you know, it proved a very competitive weekend of racing for the, the GT3 Cup. And you know, Matt Kingsley won all three races. He extended the championship lead. Um, and he's not too far away from wrapping that thing up uh, with uh, the final round in uh, Sandown at November. And I'm certainly looking forward to uh, how that championship wraps up in the first year of its, uh, well... It's a real new configuration in the Shannon's Nationals. Of course, you mentioned F3 not on the Shannon's Nationals bill, 
because uh, we're looking forward to seeing them at Queensland Raceway in just uh, over a week's time. Yeah, looking forward to that, Craig. It's going to be a good weekend. Uh, good field, biggest field of the year will be at QR. Uh, a couple of new drivers as well. Uh, actually just come back from Melbourne uh, today uh, after, as we speak, having seen uh, a new young South Australian star of the future cut some laps, and he was very, very quick, so he's going to be a, a new talent to watch in Formula 3. There's two new international drivers coming down for this, excuse me, for this second half of the season, so that's exciting. Um, and, yeah, first time since 2006 that the gold star will have been raced at Queensland Raceway, so everyone's really looking forward to it. And, of course, the week after that, we go down to Oran Park for the final ever national championship race meeting there. So uh, at this stage, it looks like we're going to have an even bigger field there. So it's looking really good for the, the final two rounds of F3. Well, it's always a pleasure to catch up with you. And we'll see you very soon on Inside Motorsport in Queensland Raceway, where we'll have you uh, live and in person in the studio there to talk about the weekend's racing. I look forward to it, Craig. Always a pleasure. And finally, on Monday, it was revealed that Mark Scaife would be joining Greg Murphy in the Sprint Gas's number 51 Commodore for this year's Enduros. We caught up with Murph and asked him about having Scaife in the team. No, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say it was me securing him, but um, the, the team's, team's done that, and Mark, um, Mark uh, knows a few guys in our operation, and, and I suppose combined with the fact that uh, you know I've been gone all right up there as well with He's, um, he's seen that as a good opportunity to try and get another another trophy in the cabinet. So, no, we're, we're wrapped about it. That's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.